Welcome to Gaetan's Auto Repair Podcast with Isaac Gaetan. Well, welcome everyone. Charlie McDermott here, co-host, producer of the show with the one and only Isaac. How you doing, man? How's it going, Charlie? Doing good? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Got, uh, real quick, uh, the fire report, anything happening uh, in the Naples community that we should be aware of? Uh, any yeah. forest fires? or? or... Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> we actually were pretty busy uh, yesterday. We had a bunch of uh, brush fires going on. and uh, So, yeah, we're, it's... Uh, it's the beginning of season now, brush season, so we're getting ready for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so for our listeners, they're not aware. Uh, Isaac, uh, in what little? Well, I was going to say free time. It's not free time. I mean, you're a full time. Uh, what wording should you use? Firefighter or or uh, an, uh, emergency service first responder uh, in Naples, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm a firefighter paramedic in Naples. Um, I um, So yeah, so a full-time job. That's my career. Um, I'm just over, I would say, two years, two and a half years in the department that I'm in now. And uh, loving every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better and better. Never stop. Full-time and, and full-time career uh, in addition to uh, being a, a father, a husband, and oh yeah, and there's this uh, uh, awesome business that you have. Oh <laughs> the yeah, oh yeah. So, <laughs> and the auto repair shop. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. uh, so obviously, uh, on this podcast, we're going to talk about the uh, the shop and uh, what you have going on, and and more importantly, how you can help folks because you, crazy as it might sound, you have listeners outside of these Fort Myers Gateway. Uh, Lehigh Acres, Southwest Florida area. And one of their compelling questions is, what do I do when my car overheats? I mean, it, it's it's that, and you can kind of see it coming often and you're like, yeah. oh my God, can I get to my destination? And then the smoke oh, yeah. starts happening. So oh, yeah. help us, Isaac, help us. So this happens to everybody. Uh, if this does happen to you, you don't feel bad. Uh, there is no negligence on your end. Uh, it just happens, you know. You got to remember that these cars are mechanical devices and things just go out, you know, they, they, they stop working. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to, uh, about this uh, just because um, it's super important. Uh, recognizing it is super important because the longer you drive with the overheated vehicle, you, you're going to end up doing a more costly repair. Um, so yeah. identifying it is super important. Um, this is one of those things where you do not want to turn your radio all the way up. You know, uh, actually, you can't even do that. The car will just stop. Uh, normally, when people hear noises in the car, they just turn the radio up. And they're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so this make it go away, radio. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, um, so yeah. So we're gonna talk about just you know um, when your car overheats, basically. So, okay. Uh, okay. Yep, yep. so, so I guess uh, you, when you get that whatever that noise or or the alert, uh, you should pay attention to it, huh? Yes, for sure. So, uh, the first thing that should already uh, be giving you a sign is the your temperature gauge in your dashboard, in your, it's in, in your instrument cluster panel. So, basically, where your miles per hour is are, where your RPMs are, where your fuel gauge is. You're gonna have a temperature sign, all right. So that'll go from low to high. 
Normally, it starts off in the low, and then um, your vehicle will heat up pretty quickly because there's a lot going on in the engine, and it should be right towards your middle. All right. So in a normal car, it'll be towards your middle. Once you start getting past the middle, you want to start paying attention to that. That's not normal. Some some vehicles will even fluctuate with that gauge. That's not normal either. Uh, and then some would just not read at all. That's not normal. <laughs> and that's a risk too because it's not monitoring your temperature for your engine. So just a quick little uh, uh, overview of uh, how your engine works and why this is important. Remember that your engine works in high temperature heat and we need lubricant like oil, engine oil, to make all these metal on metal things work smoothly. And then we also need uh, cooling, which is your antifreeze to keep the temperature down so that your engine doesn't overheat. So uh, that temperature gauge is, is, is one of the first things that will let you know, hey, there's something going on here with the cooling system. So, um, yes. I, I was going to say, so, so it could be a, a number of real basic things, it sounds like. You know, hey, maybe it's time for an oil change. You're running low oil or fluent, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so, so um, I wouldn't say it's going to be, um, I don't know if you were um, implying that it, it could be an oil change, but it wouldn't be normally an oil change. It would be more something like uh, um, your, your temperature, your, your temperature cooling sensor could be that. Or it could actually be it could actually be that your temperature coolant sensor is working and is letting you know, hey, I'm getting hot here. So that's your motor saying, hey, I'm getting hot. Uh, fix me, right? So, yeah. like I said, we're not going to turn the radio up. We can't, right? In this situation, because there's nothing you can hear. It's just sight. So uh, see, see, Isaac, that that's why I always defer to you uh, when when something's <laughs> wrong with my car because my answer to everything is is it's either two answers. Oh, I just need gas, or I just need an oil change. So <laughs> I you cleared that up. <laughs> and, and I'm glad, I'm super glad you brought that up because uh, which is why I'm excited about this podcast because we're educating everybody. There's a lot of people who do that, you know, and uh, and it's our job to let them know, hey, you know, uh, this is really what it is. So, so yeah, so uh, let's just walk through the process. Um, so you see the temperature gauge going up, um, yeah. The, like I said, the first big step is identifying it. Once you identify it, you want to go ahead and take action. The action will be pull over, stop the vehicle uh, in a, safely, right? So don't just stop dead in the road. Don't stop like dead in the highway on I-75. Pull over safely. Um, uh, if you can even get it, if you're on the highway, if you could get down on an exit, I would totally recommend that. Um because your safety is first. Uh, the car, we'll, we'll figure it out later, but your safety is first. Um, next thing, um, if your temperature gauge is going up after you pulled up, pulled over safely, uh, take a look at your vehicle, check the bottom, make sure there's no leaks. Um, sometimes you'll find just a bunch of uh, antifreeze spilled on the floor. Uh, when you have that, then, you know, then at least it's, it's kind of like a good thing because you know that, hey, this – this is something external, not internal in the engine. So you kind of it's 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 definitely a repair that can be done um, a lot easier easier than something internal. Um, so check for leaks. That's the biggest thing. Um, do, um, I would not drive it again. The most ideal situation is to just pull it over and call AAA if you have it, or call somebody to come and get you, or see how you can get it told to your local mechanic or to your mechanic 
and um, but do not drive it again because um, you don't want to. So let's talk about the risk of uh, driving it overheated, right? So you could blow your cylinder head gaskets. If you blow that, you could go ahead and uh, you got the cylinder head gaskets. You can mix the oil and the water. If that gets blown, eventually your engine is gonna go out. So it could lead to further extensive damage. So you want to pull over. We want to stop. We want to check for leaks. We do not want to drive it again. Ideally, we want to get that tow truck company coming on the way. And then we're going to give our local mechanic or your mechanic uh, a, a call and let them know what's going on. Um, so just let me let me just stop right there. Do you have any questions, Charlie? <laughs> I, see, I, I do. See I do. <laughs> so one thing that comes to mind, again, this is the Charlie McDermott version of, of repairing a car. Um, I pull over and and let it cool down and then hey why not start it back up and see if i can make it to my destination is, is there any uh relevance is, is is that a uh a safe strategy or are we better off kind of just hands off get get it to the mechanic uh however tow it or whatnot yeah and that's uh and that's like gonna be on you know the the owner's judgment and also like uh as far as in regards to the distance of your destination yeah. uh, as, especially if you're not in an environment where it's safe like i-75 maybe i would try to let it cool and try to get on the road so i could get out of the highway um mm. but um let's say you're like down the street from the house i don't think there's anything bad but like definitely you gotta let it cool like for like I would say minimum 30 minutes, you know, um, okay. let it cool down. Um, and then, um, but ideally, let's get this tow truck coming in. Let's get it towed to a shop just yeah. to play safe. Yeah. I always recommend that. That will be the best thing, ideally. And and so let, let's let's say I see that gauge creeping up and I'm, and I'm getting a little concerned and, and maybe your shop is within distance. And I kind of want to make it there. Um, is does it make does it help at all keeping the temperature down? If I let's say turn my uh, air conditioning off and open the windows. Yeah, it, yeah. In some cases, in some cases it can, but in, you got to think about uh, not all scenarios are the same in, in regards to this cooling mm -hmm. system uh, uh, problem that we're having. So maybe in some instances that'll help. I've seen it when it helps, but. We don't know if it's a leak, an extensive leak, and when you have that problem, it doesn't matter if you turn the air on or off. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna just go up. You yeah, know? I got a problem. So, yeah. So and that's why I kind of just say like, just go ahead and pull over and see um, if yeah. you can get somebody to come and get it. You can try, but um, uh, it's it, it'll be hit or miss if, uh, let's say that's not the problem, right? And then we're just running this thing bone dry with no cooling. You know, and then now we, we blow out that we blow out the head gaskets, and then maybe eventually the motor. And then now you're gonna look <clears throat> Isaac, what, what, what is this? And then, so, um, so yeah, so. Yep. all right, good, 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 yeah. yeah. So, the Love next it. thing, um, um, did you have another question, Charlie? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that was good. I, I, you answered them all. Thank you. Okay, so the next thing is, um, getting to the to your mechanic right so you get there uh, uh i like to tell my clients to be super descriptive uh when did this happen um 
did you see any leaks? Um, was it how long has this been happening for? Right? Because you'll get some people who will come to the auto repair shop and they'll say, yeah, my car's been overheating for three months now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so you just kept putting water and taking it. And, you know, um, that's not good, right? So um, you got to think about the type of compensation that your engine is doing just to keep up with this problem, right? It's right. just like the body, right? When one thing doesn't work, all the other systems have to work harder to keep up. So same thing. So when you're extensively running your vehicle, you know, overheated um, uh, situation, right? You don't, um, that's mm -hmm. when the, the further damage comes. So you, you come to the shop, you let them know, hey, it's been going on for three months. By that time, you probably blew out the head gaskets, um, et cetera, right? So now you're looking at a more costly repair. So that's why letting the mechanic know how long it happened, right? Because if you just say, um, if you don't let him know that and he thinks it's just a leak, we're going to we're gonna do tests um, either way, but maybe they're thinking something a little bit more basic, but it's not because they've been running it for however long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, but that's on us to do our test too, right? So another thing too is uh, let them know what was going on when this happened. So like whether it was, hey, uh, I was driving from Miami or Tampa or um, I was going around the corner or this only happens when I do this, you know? So uh, just being descriptive and how long this happened. Uh, has there been any previous repairs done to this? Um, so stuff like that, it just it just helps helps us narrow down the the the, the reason this is happening, and so we don't just you know it, it benefits both the client and us because um, yeah. it, it it takes time away and it also um, just actually repairs what's going on. So yeah, well that's good. I mean, it, it's almost like I'm I'm visiting my uh, physician, you know, with with <laughs> questions that, that you yeah. ask. Uh, and and that, that's probably you know again for for your listeners outside of the area because that's always a, a a question if it's not asked and we talked about this in the previous episode you know what's what's going through the customer's mind when they walk into a auto pair garage many of them like me I I'm clueless uh, when it comes to a mechanic saying hey you need X Y and Z you know kind of the how do you trust them and right. and probably one good sign is is make sure they ask a lot of questions about you know what happened before just like what you walked us through here because um a lot can go wrong and they could spend hours probably trying to self-diagnose that if they just asked a few simple questions they could kind of go right to the heart of the matter and save save uh, uh that client a lot of kind of labor charges i would imagine yeah. you know the whole diagnostic thing so no, and, okay. uh, and, and and clients know their cars very well, so um, they they ride in it every day. Uh, they you know they they've noticed sounds uh, that are different than others because they ride it every day, right? So uh, I definitely always like to ask the client because they know that car the way it runs for them more than me than when I just got it that day. Obviously, we'll hear like some things that are abnormal. You can hear that in every car, but. Um, as far as like, there's certain, certain things that they, they just know how their car normally yeah. so. so we 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 started this episode talking about fire i'm gonna gonna end it yeah. uh yeah. you know yeah. you see that occasional 
fire on the highway is that typically i mean not that you you know have done any surveys or anything but it but could it eventually like could your car catch on fire from from being so overheated or does it just kind of die uh um, i I would say uh i would say for sure um it can there's always that possibility uh there's different things sometimes with different cars especially now with all this yeah. uh, you know the the electronics and everything there's a lot of these sensors that things can probably just burn out and then catch on fire so it's but i would say it could be a possibility yeah for sure if, if you're talking about the motor getting high temperature you know no cooling yeah. system to bring it down and then um you have something else in that car that could probably catch on fire from the heat and for sure, I can see that. Yep. Wow. Who knew we would be talking about fire in the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode? <laughs> and, and it's about, you know, maintaining yeah. your car. Um, so full surprises on this show. Well, yeah. Isaac, did we did we cover everything uh, from a, uh, hey, what happens when my car is overheating and that light goes on? Yeah. So uh, I think uh, this is good information up to right here just for the average everyday driver uh, just you know be aware um, I will definitely start posting more on my uh, Facebook page and website and Instagram about just hitting these bulletins that I, we talked about today uh, so you could go over there and take a look at it and just be on the lookout and uh, that way you guys could actually visually see everything I was talking about oh, awesome awesome and for our listeners who Maybe the car is overheating, or better yet, they want to just do some preventative maintenance. Uh, what, what's the best number to call? Yeah, so my number is 239-810-9316. That is awesome. 239-810-9316. Well, terrific. Well, Isaac, really appreciate you fitting us in with everything you have going on. Uh, and, uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for your time. And you have a great rest of the day there. All right, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Gaetan's Auto Repair Podcast. To learn more about Gaetan's Auto Repair, go to Gaetan's Auto Repair LLC.com. That's Gaetan's, G A I T A N S, Auto Repair LLC.com. Or call 239 810 9316. Or visit us at 5583 Lee Street, Unit 10. Lehigh Acres, Florida.